Hello, this is Dustin, and you're listening to Price Count. This is a podcast where I take everything Pokemon and bring it to you in a nice, compact audio form. Uh, today's episode, I'm just going to do a few questions. Um, I would say viewer questions, but you can't really view a podcast unless you're making it on YouTube, which I'm not, um, because that is a lot of work. Okay, and anyways, moving on, um, quick notes, uh, I'm sure you noticed the new intro music, uh, Glitch X City was more uh, than kind enough to allow me to use some of her music. Uh, I'll put the tracklist and everything towards the end of the podcast as well as in the description. Okay, um, let's get into the actual questions today. I'm going to do two. The first one is going to be from my wonderful, wonderful partner. Um, and she asks, um, what are the biggest nerfs, buffs between the video games, cards, and show? And she went on to clarify, like, if you saw Pokemon that were really cool in the show, but in the game were, like, bad, to put it just bad and there's a couple easy ones to say like first of all Pikachu Pikachu is obviously like one of the most known Pokemon in everything like Pikachu's even at soccer games and at raves which uh, I'm not making that last part up there is a event put on by Pokemon. I believe at least it was put on Pokemon. It could not be. I don't know. But there was there's definitely not videos online of Pikachu's uh people in adult size Pikachu costumes dancing at raves. Anyways, um yeah, one of the most recognizable Pokemon. In the games it's not too great. Um Pokemon's always exciting to have, but as far as its stats and movesets go, it's not very good. The I mean its biggest um, stat is is speed, which has a base speed of ninety, which is don't get me wrong, pretty good, but kind of is lacking everywhere else. Its HP uh, base is thirty five, which is very very bad, very 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 bad. Um, its attack stat is fifty five, and special is fifty, which it's not too great, um, considering like Pikachu is, uh, you know, electric moves. Lava's moves are special, like Thunderbolt. Um, I guess only have to be Volt Tackle, which why I would have a higher attack stat. Uh, but otherwise, it's not too great. And to be fair, in the games, Pikachu is a stage one. I'm not even stage one. It's basic Pokemon. It does like it has to evolve in order to get access to its better stats, which in the show is like, oh, it could be a Raichu because Raichu, da, da, da. but Raichu is like way stronger later on in the game. I mean, I guess you could say in Sun and Moon, um, it gets its own Z move because it's the mascot, but I mean, it's nothing compared to the show where Pikachu could take on Zapdos head on. Our Pikachu could take out an Onyx with sprinklers, which is frankly false. 
that's really yeah anyways that that that's just an easy one um i did have a couple more um i thought were interesting like uh unknown unknown if you don't know was the gen 2 pokemon that is the alphabet but like pokemon form there's 28 different versions i believe there's like an exclamation point and a question mark um as well as one for each letter of the alphabet and another one already had this really cool uh thing in the show where or even movies where it was a mysterious pokemon that only showed up where there was like a huge event about to happen about blah, blah 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 which is cool and all but in the games i mean they're just bad unknown can only ever learn hidden power no matter what no HMs, no TMs, no eight moves, no nothing. Just hidden power. And as far as it's, um, it's I mean, hidden power is only a special move. I don't even think unknown has like amazing, like special stats. Uh, da, 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 da. This is me doing research on the go. Okay, so yeah, I was able to pull up the stats. Um, and when I talk about base stats, base stats are it's. You know, it's base in the video game. It's base stats. So it's gonna be when you catch it. If you level up without like training at all, like say you just use rare candies, um, it of course get you know stats boosted, etc., etc. But anyways, so right now its base stat of special is 72, which don't get me wrong is not laughable. Um, I but compared to like say Magmar. Magmar is a much cooler Pokemon. <laughs> Get it? Because it's fire Pokemon. Much cooler Pokemon. Um, and its base special attack is 100. Uh, right, I mean, right now, at level 100, if you get an unknown to level 100, its max special attack would be 267. Which is okay. But seeing as you can only use Hidden Power, and that is only going to be a single type based on some arbitrary... Um, make values that you get when you catch the Pokemon, um, it's only going to ever be good once. Maybe twice if you're finding a certain gem, like say you have Unknown Psychic, which would be like one of the most basic ones. It does get stabbed with that, like same attack, same type attack bonus, which is good, but you bring that to a fighting gem, you're good until you find, like, I don't know, Pangoro, which is fighting darkness, and then you're, you're, you're done. Dunzo, that panda is gonna punch unknown in single eye, and unknown's gonna be gone. Uh, yeah, this is just, unknown is just sadly disappointing. Uh, okay, I have two more I want to go over. Next one is gonna be Seismitoad. Now, Seismitoad, um, don't get me wrong, I really do not catch up with the show a lot, and Seismitoad is, oh gosh, a Gen 5 Pokemon, black and white? I'm pretty sure it's from black and white, seeing as it came out in the black and white TCG set. Um, but Seismitoad, it's a very forgettable Pokemon, I want to say. It's a big toad, um, once again, kind of looks like if you only know maybe like two gens, like or even like Gen 1 through 3, you look at Seismitoad and think, once again, not a real Pokemon. Um, and nowhere near as lovable as many other Pokemon in the series. However, in the Pokemon TCG, uh, Seismitoad, uh, 
ruled the format for a very long time. Even like even now in the expanded format, which is cards from back in white base till now, which is going on, I want to say five years worth of cards. Seismitoad is amazing, and the biggest thing is because it has a single move for a double colorless energy. Here is me doing more uh, research. Alright, yeah, for double colorless energy, it's called Quaking Punch. Um, it only does 30 damage, which for, um, it's a Seismitoad EX, which if you have any prior knowledge, uh, EX is just is the stronger versions of Pokemon, they're basics, so you can just play them. However, they give up two prizes instead of one, which could um, uh, bring your opponent's prize count uh, down really fast and then win the game sooner. But yeah, so Quaking Bunch, 30 damage, but it lets it doesn't let your opponent play any items for their whole next turn, which in the current format is huge. Not being able to have items at all is um, very stressful. If you don't have any draw support and you're unable to get any cards from your deck to get draw support, like you can't use an Ultra Ball to find, like at the time would have been Shaman, so you could draw, but now you can't use it to find a Tapu Lele to let you get a supporter. Um, and if you can't draw cards, you can't play cards. If you're, and if they, like a Seismitoad deck was all about getting disruption, so there'd be tons of energy denial and tons of cards that just won't let you play. Don't, like, take all the energy off the Pokemon and bring something in that has a bigger tree cost, we have something like that. And then, essentially, Seismitoad deck would just Quaking Punch, Quaking Punch, Quaking Punch. Then use, um, like, Computer Search, a spec. It's like, it's like the basic computer search, which is broken, but you can only have one in your deck, but there's ways to get cards back from the discard pile in this format, um, and just keep finding all your enhanced hammers, which takes off special energy, or crushing hammers, which takes off regular energy, or, you know, poisoning Pokemon. Like, a big uh, thing with Seismitoad, Quaking Punch, and then use um, Hyper, hyper something Laser? Hyper Toxic, Hypnotoxic Laser, haha, <laughs> I was wrong. Hypnotoxic laser, which poisons Pokemon, and you have a chance to like poison put them to sleep, and then also Verbank City Gym, which was a gym uh, stadium card that affects the whole field that poison Pokemon or damage. They take even more damage between turns. Um, it's, so instead of one damage counter, you take two damage counter from poison, which just racks up so fast on top of the 30 energy every turn. Um, it's just it's frankly broken deck at the time. Now there's many ways around it. Um, there's Pokemon that turns off uh, effects like that, or there's even abilities, or even supporters. Supporter, like, the once per turn supporter card you could use in the turn uh, in the game. No, in the turn. Um, you could get around that. And with having 180 HP is big, but now there's a lot of non-EX or GX basic Pokemon. Um, which only give up one prize that could easily knock it out with one move. Um, and that's just, it, yeah, it's something that you wouldn't expect from a Pokemon that, frankly, no one really knows about.
Yeah, okay. So, last one I want to talk about is Audino. Um, Audino and Mega Audino EX are, um, it's obviously in TCG. Um, these are cards that kind of came out of nowhere. Um, it's, it goes along with in the show. I don't think Audino's ever been in the show, more than likely, because it's a very cute Pokemon. They tend to base their TCG cards off of Pokemon that are either favorites of the people who drew it or, like, they're big in the series or something like that. Anyways, Audino is, it's essentially like, it's a standing pig Pokemon, kind of weird and cute. But no one expected Audino to be good anywhere. Even in the video game, Audino is good because of generator ability, uh, which means if you switch it back to your party and bring it back out, it gains like a quarter of its health back. But it's not really good for taking out Pokemon. Uh, but a few years back, at the TCG World Championships, a person won the whole thing with Audino EX. And Audino EX, um, Mega Audino EX to be specific, is one of those cards that you just wouldn't expect to show up or do well or even win. Um, its biggest attack was a Magical Symphony, which a uh, 110 damage would really support a card, like uh, once again, once per turn card that usually gets you draw support. Or something else, it does 50 damage to opponent's bench Pokemon. And I want to say the biggest reason why this card was successful, because at the time, uh, Greninja, which was a stage 2 uh, non-EX, GX Pokemon, was ruling the format because it was able to uh, do similar things where it could uh, put damage everywhere on the board. Like, uh, you could put 30 damage here, 60 damage there, 60 damage there. And... Um, Greninja was a much squishier Pokemon. I think um, it could get to 130 HP um, on its basic form. Not basic form, but like on its stage 2. And there's also this mechanic that was popular called Break Cards, which you put on top of that, that allowed it to do even more stuff. And from uh, there, it jumped to 150 HP. Which it wouldn't be able to knock out straight up, straight out, but if Mega Audino did that attack and put the 50 damage counters, uh, 50 damage on um, one of the bench Pokemon like Bench Froakie, that um, had I believe 60 HP. Sometimes there was 50, so it was easy uh, easy knockouts. But then they evolved that one; it could knock it out with one move. And Mega Audino was slightly bulkier, had a, had a HP of 220 which um, is a bit standard right now, but at the time was huge. Um, very hard to knock out. And I will say it's probably a card that was very hard to use. I think um, the person who won it was the biggest successor of it because he just knew this deck in and out. Um, doesn't mean it didn't have his spotlight. And at the end of the day, it's maybe not anymore, uh, because there's way more Pokemon that outclass it. But at the time, it was um, a very surprising good deck. And again, Audino. Audino is, is, it falls in the categories I'm bringing up that Audino is one of those Pokemon that you wouldn't really think is a Pokemon. It looks more like 
something you'd see like in a generic anime movie or something like that. And that's it. I believe that will bring me to the end of this discussion. Um, I don't. I was going to do another question, but this one is longer than I expected, so I'll save the question for next time. Um, if you have any questions or have any topics that you'd like to bring up to me, you can tweet me at um, at the at symbol price count on Twitter. Um, you can also um, find uh, email me at prizecountcast at gmail.com. Or if you have any questions, you can also, uh, also blah, blah, blah. if you have questions, you can also tweet me with the hashtag prizequestions. Um, and like ask me as well so it'll be easy to find but yeah tweet me there and i'll hopefully be able to answer on the show um still trying to get my scheduling thing done i feel tuesdays is definitely going to be a constant because it's easy for me to record the night before or the morning of um as far as that definitely there'll be another episode by the end of this week and this week is a little hectic for me but i'll try to get one up maybe sunday I feel Sunday will be good as well. Uh, once again, the intro and outro, outro, the intro and outro music is the Red and Blue Town Lavender Remix version two um, by the wonderful Glitch City. You can find her at Glitch X, like lowercase X City, on YouTube, and her Twitter handle is also Glitch X City. Um, Highly recommend go check her music out. It's all amazing. Um, she does remixes of. A lot of Pokemon themes, but also Zelda, um, Undertale, Delta Rune, a lot of other games and stuff like that. Yeah, um, really appreciate her letting me let her let me use her music. Uh, yeah, that's the end of the episode. So until then, see you next time.